Welcome to Boldly Lit and On Fire Podcast. My name is Jordani McCoy, also known as Coach Donnie. This podcast was created to deliver enormous value for my tribe. These are people that desire to live a life they are boldly lit and on fire about. And for those that currently live a little life and want even more clarity, certainty, and creativity. My tribe takes radical responsibility for their lives and value the feeling of excitement, expansion, and emotional freedom. Together, we are on the love train, baby, with the purpose of self-love and love for others. So let's get this party started. Hello, Bowley Lit and On Fire. My people, my people, my people. How are you? So look, 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 real quick. I want to drop a little gem. I'm here to tell you about a story. A story and the day that the story took place was on Christmas Eve. And the theme around this story is how often do you ignore what's in your heart? I don't know about you, but I'm pretty guilty of ignoring what's in my heart. I have had many moments that something really moved me and I just thought it was for the moment and I thought nothing of it and I kept going. And I'm going to be honest with you because I'm on this journey just like you. I'm not a, you know, I tell my clients this all the time. I am not the end all be all. Please understand that. I'm on this journey with you. So I am equally as guilty of ignoring what comes to me sometimes. And it comes to me in such a strong way. Like the time when I went to visit Australia, I've stepped on every continent in the world except Asia, but Australia was the only place that I actually cried before I left. Like I cried. Um, There was something about the energy there, right? And I have not gone back to visit. I have not planned to stay there a month or two, although that is that is on my list. So, but this podcast is not about Australia. Australia is just an example, right? It's about ignoring what's in my heart and an invitation for you to look and see if you are ignoring what's in your heart. So on Christmas Eve, I was driving and I have um, now, I call him, he's my man baby. (laughs) His name is Cheeky. And so, you know, you got to take the the guy out, the little guy out so he can go for a walk and do his his thing. So we were driving. I was driving. And there's a street that I normally drive down. And I recently I've noticed that someone has set up a little pile of stuff. And normally, you know, for us that commonly see homeless people, as sad as that sounds, right? We recognize that that's probably a setup for a homeless person, like that's all their stuff. So I've noticed the setup lately, and every time I drive by, I peek over. Sometimes I peek longer than other times. 
But I can't say I've paid as much attention as I did on Christmas Eve. And it wasn't because it was Christmas Eve, right? It was because I live in Chicago and it was 13 degrees outside. So I'm not coming here like I am the, oh my God, I'm Mother Teresa and I just want to save the world because I'm not. I am in the real sense of, to be honest with you, I'm kind of a jerk sometimes. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. But I think I'm like a compassionate jerk, you know? (laughs) So I'm not mean. I don't have a mean spirit, but I'm not always wanting to go out of my way. That's just the truth. So, but on this day, on this evening, I'm driving. And as I'm approaching this viaduct where this person has their stuff, I peek over. Now, when I peek over inside of me, I was hoping, I was really, really hoping, I was secretly hoping not to see anyone because who the hell wants to see someone in 13 degree weather outside with no home, no roof? God only knows. So I peeked over. And although inside I was hoping not to see anyone because I am the person that watches movies with happy endings, because I like to know that everything's going to end happily. Like, that's just me. My mom makes fun of me for that all the time, but it's the truth. I looked over and that's not what I saw. I didn't see a happy ending. I didn't see just a pile of stuff. See, because if I would have seen just a pile of stuff, then I would have been able to create my own story. And my own story would have been that whoever that pile belongs to is now in a shelter, is now in a warm place. They are now outside. And unfortunately, you know what? My little fairy tale story was not what was in my face. What was in my face was what looked to be a person sitting on a pile of stuff wrapped in layers of clothing in 13 degree weather in Chicago. So what did I do, right? As I'm driving, it it slapped me. That slapped me and my heart dropped and out came the tears because for many years, I've been an empath. And I am really more on the compassionate side now than I am on the empath side, right? Because being an empath is actually very exhausting. It's emotionally exhausting because you literally take on other people's problems, you know, like you take it on in your soul, in your being, And you mentally consume yourself with other people's problems. And that's exhausting. So I thought that the personal development journey really helped me on my recovery, right? On my empath recovery. But not on this Christmas Eve, let me tell you. Because as I was driving, oh my God, did the tears come down. And I started crying and crying and crying. And maybe some of those tears had something to do with the fact that I can relate to being alone on Christmas. Because this Christmas, I was by myself. 
I wasn't outside cold, but I was by myself. I spent time with my four-legger, but I didn't see anyone else. And a part of me could identify with a part of him. But his story was so much in my mind, right? His story was so much more heart-wrenching than mine because I chose to be by myself at Christmas. I, that was my choice. You know, I could have gone to my mom's house. I had a friend that invited me over, um, a longtime friend, and I could have seen my godson. But you know what? I made a choice to be by myself on Christmas. And, you know, I've been really staying to myself for obvious reasons, for COVID reasons. And it was my choice. Now, part of that choice, I'll be honest, came with a little sadness because it's not easy, even though I am what most people call a pretty optimistic person, right? It's not easy when you scroll on Facebook and all the families have their matching pajamas. It's not, it's not easy. It's not easy when everyone looks happy and coupled up and you're 45 and single. It's not easy. However, it was really my choice. And it's my choice that I'm single. And it was my choice that I chose to spend Christmas by myself. But when I looked at that man, I don't know if that was his choice. Like, I don't know his history. I don't know his backstory. And at the end of the day, it's not mine to judge, right? So as I was driving and the tears were coming down, I didn't know what to do. I thought to myself, what can I do? How can I help this man? And I called a friend to try to get some ideas and that wasn't really any help because I thought, well, maybe I can call the police. Like maybe the police can come pick him up and take him to a shelter. Maybe like, what can I do for this man? So after I was done walking my little man baby, I stopped at a gas station. And at the gas station, I saw another homeless person. And, you know, in this area of Chicago, you don't really see you. It's not common to see homeless people. So to see two two homeless people in one hour is a lot. So I'm going to be honest. I didn't want to see what I saw. Right. Like I clearly explained. I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see the man just sitting there in 13 degree weather because I like happy endings. I like fairy tale stories. So. With the man in the gas station, I thought to myself, you know what? Let me buy him. Let me do something for him, right? And this will make me feel better about the fact that I did nothing for the other guy but just drive by. I stay in silence because I want to give you a moment to think. I just drove by. I did what most people do. Drive by. So I thought to myself, you know, while I'm at this gas station, right, this is my opportunity to redeem myself, right, as a good human. 
this is my opportunity to make myself feel better. So I went in the gas station. I bought him hot chocolate, the homeless man at the gas station. I bought him a warm hat, little hat and some gloves. And I was like, wow, I really feel better. I did my good deed. I can go home now. So as I was driving home to my warm apartment, at first, when I pulled away, right, when I drove off from the gas station, I felt pretty good. I was like, you know, I, I did good. Like it's Christmas Eve, it's 13 degrees. I did something for someone else today. I, f- I feel good. And that was my plan. My plan was so well planned out that I decided to take another street so I wouldn't have to drive past the homeless man again. Because like I said, I like fairy tale stories. However, see, that was my plan. And I don't know what you believe in. I don't know what your spiritual belief is. I don't know, but I believe in God. I believe that I am connected, provided, and protected. And I'm going to tell you on Christmas Eve, I had my plan, but God had his own agenda. And his own agenda was working through me because let me tell you, the closer I got to my house, the worse I felt. The closer I got to my warm apartment and I thought to myself, wow, here I go. I'm going to go in my warm, cozy apartment. And I did nothing. I did nothing. I didn't go out of my way. I didn't get him a tea. I did nothing. And at my soul, that ripped me apart. It ripped me apart. And as a matter of fact, when I think about it now, I get emotional. Because my mission is that when God takes me home, I want to know that I can look back and know that I made a difference. Know that the fact that I was born made a difference. And I had the opportunity to make a difference that night. And I chose to take a different route, right? Because I didn't want to be inconvenienced. Because I wanted to ignore the pull that I was feeling because it hurt. And it showed me a part of life I don't want to see because I always want to see the fairy tale story. So as I got closer to my house, guess what happened? The tears came down. And they came down and down and down and they wouldn't stop coming down. So I normally would turn down Rockwell Street. But this time I drove past Rockwell Street and I headed straight to Dunkin' Donuts. And it was like 1030, almost 11 o'clock at night. And I pulled up to the drive through and I asked for an extra hot chamomile tea. And I drove, I drove to the Vidoc where the man was laying down and I pulled up with me and man baby, of course, man baby is a big pit bull. And I, I rolled down my window and I said, Hey, excuse me. Hello. 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 Hey, hi. Is it okay if I leave you a tea? I got a tea for you. I got a hot tea for you. And he said, hey, oh my God, what life that man had. He was friendly. And you know what he said to me? 
I said, I'm going to pull up right over there and I'm going to leave the tea right over there. And he said, hey, I need you to be careful because there's a lot of traffic coming. And as I pulled up my car, this man just kept looking out for me while he was in 13 degree weather freezing. So I didn't feel afraid of him. I didn't feel like I was in danger. And I'm very sensitive to that feeling. And I didn't feel that at all. As a matter of fact, I could have easily walked up to him, but I'm not going to do that now in the coronavirus world that we live in, right? So I I dropped the tee off. It's like five feet, maybe 10 feet away from him. And he was laying down and I asked him, can you you get up and walk? And he said, yes. And then I said, okay, well, I'm leaving this tea here for you. And he said, okay, thank you. He said, happy holidays. And he literally watched me as I ran back to my car and just said, hey, be careful. Please be careful. There's a lot of traffic. I said, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So as I drove off, my heart no longer felt heavy. There was a weight that was lifted from my shoulders. And when I drove off, I thanked God. And I said, thank you for using me tonight. Because that's exactly what happened. So I know that this is kind of deep, right? And this might be too deep for you. or And if it is, then this episode's not for you. Or this might be perfect for you. Because our hearts are being pulled on all the time. We have strings attached to our hearts, right? And you know what your strings are. And so many times we ignore them. So many times we ignore them. And I want to invite you to think of this story and think of the man under the viaduct and maybe think of like that night, how he felt to know that some stranger at least cared enough to drop off some tea and maybe how I felt knowing that my heart was no longer heavy because I did what I feel was God's work. And it wasn't because I walked out and I'm Mother Teresa and I did it without resistance. As you can tell in this story, this story is full of resistance. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to go home and, and just like live on my own agenda, right? So as when the moment comes for you that you ignore the string that's pulling you, I invite you to remember the story. And I invite you to consider not ignoring the message that is trying to come through you, right? Not ignoring that pull, that tug in your heart. Because this podcast is named Boldly Lit and On Fire. You only, there's only one route. There's only one way to becoming boldly lit and on fire. And it's through your heart. It's the only way.
So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of my tribe. You are absolutely amazing. I love you and I appreciate you. Till next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Boldly Lit and On Fire Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please reach out to me directly at boldly.lit at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.